Game begin. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I am your host, Andrew, and joining us today, we have the only one of us who bothered to decorate his back wall. We got Kevin with us. I got eight more pictures coming from <laughs> I'm England. I'm so right now. excited to see them. Uh, and the man who is slowly falling victim to Zach's pun reprogramming, we got Trip. <laughs> Never, ever, ever. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. <laughs> well, today we are going to go up in elevation and take a 30,000 foot flyover on this summer's movie releases and why we are excited about many of them. Summer, summer, summer time. But per the usual, anything happened to you guys in dad life this week? Yeah, so I probably should not have done this. That's oh, a, this is going to be great. I, say, I can't wait. Great yeah. way to start this story. is like me. That's like me two weeks ago going. My wife gave me permission to tell this story. <laughs> yeah, that's a great <laughs> intro. <laughs> so uh, my parents came down this past weekend um, to see the boys baseball games, but they also dropped off Max and Molly's birthday presents and so they won't be here on the day. So they open them early and they got Max this shirt. And you know how shirts, especially kid shirts, come with those tags with a little plastic on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So yeah, a little yeah. plastic thingy the that little, hooks the tag, that keeps the, the tag thing on, that the, keeps yeah. the tag on. Then you have yeah. to cut yeah. it off or pull it off. That's so, yeah. so annoying. It's so annoying. So I pulled it off once a couple years ago and Max saw it and he hated the fact that I pulled it off because it gave a like a little bitty microscopic hole. He's like, you can't do that. Ah. So he's like, daddy, I want to wear this shirt. Daddy, I want to wear this shirt now. This new shirt. I'm like, all right, fine. And he hands it to me. And he opens the junk drawer and there's no scissors. And okay. I go to pull it. He's like, you can't pull it. You can't pull it. You can't pull it. So fine. But there was a lighter in the junk drawer. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so I just tighten it and light the uh-huh. light that little plastic thing and pull it off. And that kid's eyes lit up like that is awesome. <laughs> I did not oh, know no. you could do such things. Oh, with fire. No. <laughs> Teach me your and ways. Oh, why? Just one. like that. Max yeah. is a pious like that. He's like, and Margaret looks at me like you seriously just did that <laughs> in front of. Maximilian of all of our children. <laughs> 20 like, years, wait, 20 years from today, do? he's going to be sitting on the leather sofa talking to his psychologist <laughs> and she's going to say, so where do you think you started wanting to set houses on fire? It all started and with a shirt. All started with a birthday gift. It all, all started with that. Gift. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was awesome. It was fun. And I look over and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, crap. What have we done? <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? We had, a, we had a fun little moment happen this week. Um, periodic just to kind of get out of the house we found this little park that's um close by to us and it's got these nice little playground that's on it um and we've taken theodore just to kind of meander on it um and he has a ball uh but this week and actually the last couple of times like he has fun or he has a ball that he takes to the playground <laughs> he has fun hey, you okay. have to specify it, it could is, be both it's very yeah. true uh he has yet to take an actual ball there but anyway um so we're you know there's nice playgrounds that are around lots of green space you know, this is like kid paradise, basically. And you know what our kid wanted to play with the entire time? Sand. The mulch. <laughs> the mulch. <laughs> and it was just one of those moments where you're like, this is what dad life is going to be. You set your kid up for something and then this is what we get. So has he come he go home digging? with mulch in the diaper yet? <laughs> uh, I mean, he had it all inside his shoes, basically. Okay. Did he go digging through it or pick he it was up to- or what? Tossing it up in the air, putting it on the slide, sending it down uh, the slide. Like he was just enamored with like, have you seen this thing? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so don't good. sleep on the mulch dad it's yeah. so good like yeah. playgrounds are cool but really look at this yeah. <laughs> so anyways that, that's just give him a bag of mulch for his birthday like seriously all the, the toys that he gravitated to when he started off with was like <laughs> the spatulas and you know like here's all these expensive toys that are lining up that make all this noise and he's like no i want to play with like the clothes tags like kevin yeah. said congratulations you have a cat I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyways, that's, that's made us laugh this whole week. So, um, so just this afternoon, uh, Hattie has this, um, has a, a, a little, mm, it's, it's, it's a cup with, um, with the top and a really long straw. It's, it's, okay. it looks, it looks, it's a plastic, it's plastic so cup. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to, well, <laughs> but it looks like a little plastic bottle is what I'm, okay. I'm getting up to. Okay. And the straw is very long because, okay. Um, it'll probably hold the same amount of water as any other cup, but it, it's it's long instead of instead of wide. Okay. If that makes okay. sense, it's or deep so it's like, instead of wide. So I'm thinking like a Coca Cola bottle, like the, yeah, the, yes, the glass yeah. Ones, basically, like, it's kind of sh- it's kind of shaped like a small flower vase or something. Oh, okay. It's got a it's got a top that screws onto it, and it's got a long plastic straw in it. And so she took a sip from it this afternoon, sometime after lunch, and she made this weird face. She took one sip and went <laughs> and grimaced. <laughs> Podcast and, listeners are going to find that dope. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tr- trust me, it was it was it was an award winning face. Uh, and she brings it to Faith, and Faith goes, "Oh, you want ice, don't you? Like, like she's too delicious to actually drink drink water without water, ice in it." Right. And so she goes, "All right." So she unscrews the top, and I'm walking back into my home office, and I hear her go, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "What?" She is doubled over the countertop, laughing, and she goes, "This might have done it." And she pulled out a paintbrush no. that Hattie had, had had dropped into into the straw. Hattie loves to play this game called "Does This Fit?" Well, can I place this item into this container? And she has a bunch of watercolor brushes, and she had, and so she had. Just <laughs> dropped it into the straw, yeah. and whether whether the, the 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 face was ice related or not, there was a paintbrush in her freaking bottle. Yeah. So, <laughs> so whenever she tried to swip it, she'd just get. Yeah, she tasted colors. She literally tasted tasted This mm, tastes a little taste rainbow. Like taste, taste the rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> more more watercolors, but yeah, <laughs> taste the rainbow. I love it. That's good. Well, hey, on that note, let's start this discussion. We will be back in just a second. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Dadgum Nerds. We truly appreciate it. And also, in case you didn't know, we are also both on Facebook and Instagram. It's a great way for you to help us grow the show and get it out to other dads and nerds. So we truly do appreciate it and would love to invite you to be part of our Dadgum community. Have a great one. Appreciate you. Well, thanks to COVID, the summer movie release landscape doesn't exactly look the same as it once did. True. Yeah, Summer 2021 movies is more like summer 2222, summer 2020, <laughs> the sequel or yeah, kind part, of. part two or, or like or, February, like 2020. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. But, you know, we're still getting a ton of great content, which is good. Um, and so we're not going to go over every single one of the movies because let's face it, you can just Google that. Um, but, <laughs> you know we are going to hear about the ones that we are particularly excited about. And uh, I, we've got some on this list that I obviously know, and then a couple of them that I don't. So I'm really curious to find out about them. So, uh, well, before we start though, I think everybody has had some kind of like summer movie memory. Mm-hmm. 
you know, a movie that you've seen either with friends, just a good experience, a notable mm. experience. Cause usually that's the time when it's like that that's movie going time. Yeah. So before we start, any of you guys have a favorite memory from a summer release movie? Uh, yeah. Beavis and Butthead do America. Do tell. Yeah. I need more words. Yeah. So we went with probably 10 people that, that fit into a civic. How old were you? Civic. What year did this come out? Let me do some 90, research for us. Five, 94, 95, something 94, like that? 94, 95. I was a sophomore or a junior in high school. Okay. Okay. So high school student. 95, high school. Um, and back then, they had this brand called Genco Jeans. Oh, no, yeah. Genco yeah. still around, yeah. right? Yeah. So I had a pair with they like 32-inch around each leg, but their pockets went basically down past your knee. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, there's more <laughs> denim in them than like the whole for, Levi company. Right. For your, your nightstick or your 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 three-foot pixie sticks or whatever <laughs> so, it was or that your you carried. Yeah. So your back then, you, you had to buy stuff at concessions, mm-hmm. and all, but we were in high school. I, I know where this was going. going. Okay. <laughs> so we would go to like Taco Bell and get like 20 burritos and put them down in my pockets. And like Kit Kats and any candy you can think of, I would just walk on in. As but long, I couldn't, but as I couldn't sit as down. It, I had to like as completely long as it unload. Sh- as long as it doesn't rattle. So milk duds right. and cr- and bunch uh-huh. of crunch are out. Right. But tacos, but burritos <laughs> and tacos are great. It's funny you say that because the memory that I had written down was when I was in high school. We went and saw Indiana Jones four, <laughs> and we snuck in a twelve pack of bottles of Lipton green tea with citrus. Like, Why? Because well, how many, that's how what many we people were going that, that you needed a 12 pack of Lipton green tea? We had like six or so people, but we yeah. ended up like sneaking the whole thing in. And um, <laughs> while we did that, obviously we're like, hearty, hearty, heart. And one of my friends go, yeah, my crowning achievement, though, is I one time snuck a whole sheet cake into a movie. Yeah. I've got so many questions. Hang on. How, how did surprised. you guys I used to work at a movie theater for starters? Yeah. Uh, I think we like had a backpack or something or pockets and we just like crammed they as didn't much check as we stuff could back then. Man. No, they didn't. Oh yeah. Fair. What? Okay. What about the sheet cake? Did he explain I, that? I, I have no, I more just details. walked in with my wheelbarrow and yeah. nobody asked me anything. I have no more details past what my enigmatic friend told me at that time. So, huh? I, uh, he could okay. be lying to my face. Was it a piece I, of a sheet cake or no, was it a whole I like sheet to, cake? I like to think that it's a whole sheet cake. Yeah. I like to think a lot of things, but I just he said whole sure. sheet cake. Did he not? Yeah. So I mean, did the okay. words whole sheet cake come out of his mouth? Like she like, you know, like a birthday cake, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, okay. but you know, what movie did he see, though? Um, I'm not sure on that one, but okay. uh, we went and saw Indiana Jones four, which the movie was completely like, I don't want to talk about that. But yeah. the the memorable experience on that one was just sneaking the stuff the into the movie theater. I, I still have to yeah. know, was the sheet cake like pre-cut? Look, did he are, take a knife and a, span a, and a spatula to <laughs> serve it? I have to ask my friend. Did they like, light candles and sing happy birthday? In the middle of theater, happy birthday. I need you to give yeah. this guy a cut. Well, nobody else was watching the movie. I mean, by 30 I, minutes into <laughs> it, people knew it was going to be crap. So, yeah. No, about 10 minutes in, people were like, and pass. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I, I've talked about this before. I was such, I was so antisocial and, and still am a little bit to mm-hmm. this day, but I didn't go to a lot of summer movies growing up. I, I went to Christmas movies with my family and stuff mm-hmm. like that when I, when we were all home for the holidays. Um, but summer movies, there were only two I went to go see. And one of them was X2, uh, X-Men mm-hmm. United. And that yeah. was awesome. I went with a bunch of high school friends. Um, one of the first ones I ever went to go see on my own 
uh, is memorable, not really so much because it's pleasant, uh, but it was like just an eye-opening experience for me. It was Mission Impossible 2, and I was 14 or 15 years old. You're and right. That's not pleasant. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> I actually love that movie. It's John what? Woo. It's, oh, dude. I, I, look, you John know how much Bo. I love action. As, and as much as I love I, the other Mission Impossible yeah. installments, I, I still love two because I don't it's need just doves in Mission Impossible. Like anyway, whatever. <laughs> yes, you do. You just don't know it. That's like <laughs> saying that's like saying I don't need sunshine. Well, you're going to get it one way or another. It's it's just you don't need you don't realize that you need it until you don't have it. This is a conversation right. for another day. But uh, anyway, going. um, so uh uh, yeah, I remember going and uh, my folks said, okay, you, you have to get out of your bubble. If you were going to go to this movie, you have to invite somebody. And I'm not even going to go into how uncomfortable that was for me, <laughs> but the one guy I managed to call, leave a message and called me back, oh. uh, uh, said, yeah, sure. I'll go. And, uh, so we went and I just remember, I remember every time there was some sort of plot set up or something like that, anything nefarious or any one liner, any, any reason the theater would go dead quiet for just a second while, you know, it was like waiting a beat between moments. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like somebody yeah. would do a one liner right. and then there would be a beat for a response. And I would hear him go, in <laughs> <laughs> the dead quiet of the theater. And I'm 14, 15 year old shut in. And even I know, okay, you don't do that in the theater. And I, that was the first time I went, is this guy a nerd? <laughs> is, he, is he a, is he a doofus? And uh, little did trip. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we have had, I'm comfortable telling the story because we have had zero contact. He does not follow me on social media. He will never know this thing exists. Hopefully he but never listens was, to this episode. That was, I mean, I've got it. He was one of my first friends in high school mm-hmm. and I appreciated that. But I also remember watching like outside of school going, okay, I'm starting to get a better idea of the social order of things because this guy's <laughs> a goofball. And I felt I, in a way it, f- it feels like it helped me grow up just a little bit as, okay. as, as nice as he was. Well, good on him. Um, then. It, it's still, it, yeah, it, it helped me kind of go, okay, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> this man's laugh helped me grow up. I don't know right. what I want to be, but I know it I wasn't the that. laugh. It was the, it was the lack of social awareness. Like ah. he would do that. Not just when the music and the, and the audio was going it's like, the if quiet there was a, moments. A, yeah. In the quiet moments, ah. everybody could hear him. Sure? I just I love I love the the guy who's always in like the back right of the theater who always has that laugh. That's mm-hmm. always one of my favorite parts about going to a movie. Um, really? It can, be, it can be annoying, but it's always yeah, like you remember you like. the experience, like because you had that guy back there. That guy. <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, let's get moving on this trip. How about you? What is one of the movies that you are most excited for this summer? I'm going to say a quiet place too. I absolutely Ooh. loved the first one. Um, has, have, have you other, have the other dads seen it? Have you guys seen that? I have an extremely low tolerance to scary things. Okay. All and right. so I have yet to see the first quiet place though. I have heard it is incredible. Yet he does it's look in the mirror every day. And phenomenal. Oh, <laughs> oh, burn. Uh, so it's maybe, maybe when Zach's gone burns are the new puns. Maybe maybe we start are boy band references. Why are you giving him ammunition? Burns are boy band references. I'm not giving him ammunition. He's going to do this anyway. He's taking up more space in your head rent free. Yeah. Um, I loved the first one, and I'm with you. I actually have a really low tolerance for 
scary. So I'm not going to call this scary per se. It is definitely tense. It's so thriller. if you use those words more interchangeably, suspense, more yes. suspenseful, yeah. very like, suspenseful. Yeah. But my gosh, I mean, John Jim from the office directed this and he has directed both of them and he just, he turns in a fantastic performance. And I, 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 re, I enjoy thrillers as long as they're not gory. There, there are very yeah. few, I, I don't do slasher flicks or anything like that. This is the, this is a fantastic, just for lack of a better word, horror movie with really no blood and no gore. It's just mm-hmm. all, it's just all tension. It's like psychological it, tension. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. And so like, I remember I watched it one day and then I was shooting a wedding the day after and Faith texted me around the, the reception and said, okay, I have a headache now because I just watched A Quiet Place and I've been gritting my teeth the entire time. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to see what the next one uh, looks like. It's uh, it's It was supposed to come out last year and it's long overdue. And I yeah, that's... So I will probably I, not I, watch the I first one. It's as good as the first one. How, so okay. what is the basic premise and how does it so end? The first one picks up in the middle of whatever the apocalypse was. Okay. Um, you, you don't really have a lot of, you don't really have a lot of, um, cause there's like uh, no dialogue setup. in this movie. Yeah, well, there's no dialogue for the first 45 minutes to an hour. That's another, that's another mm. thing that they did phenomenally. Um, they, one of the, their daughter is deaf. And so they all know how to speak sign language. They all knew sign language before, uh, before, the, before the, whatever yeah, event occurred. So they're able to survive because the, enemies the monsters that are in this movie don't see they hear they can hear everything mm-hmm. and so they're able to keep things quiet and still communicate because they sure. all know sign language <clears throat> um so uh if you guys is there any chance you guys are going to see it not Pro- kevin uh okay. may, maybe what well, i don't okay. know uh, then i then i won't spoil they it don't kill but it, yeah. um yeah but um uh, the the end of it ends with the family setting out on their own, trying to find other people. So okay. the second movie follows that people. thread where the family starts looking for more people, but it also does flashbacks to show how uh, that cataclysmic event, whatever it was, okay. happened. So there's probably going to be more dialogue in this one because... Okay. Um, just more of a because prequel. of the flash, but yeah, because there's there's it's equal part sequel and prequel. And let's face okay. it, the studio probably gave them more money. <laughs> most likely most i mean likely. have you guys seen yeah. any of the trailers for the second one yeah it looks good mm-hmm. there's that 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 part of the trailer where there's that long take of emily blunt backing up because there's this bus coming after her and she hits that like bottle thing or yeah. whatever it is and the the focus doesn't doesn't rack in to um to bring the foreground into fo- or i guess this would be the background even though she's moving in reverse the camera is over her shoulder there's a bus that's about to barrel down over them Something has clearly invaded it and is causing it to spin out of control. So the focus is staying on Emily Blunt's face, but you see this blurry arm stick out of the front of the nope. of the mm. bus, nope. and it's this long monster arm. Nope. But it never racks into focus. Nope. And there's something about making you focus yeah, on cool. it, making you look at it, and nope. and having to imagine what it looks like yourself. Nope. That like just adds to the tension. Yes, nope. yes, yeah, yeah. Only better because the village yeah. was. I was I was 17 and I called the ending to the village. But anyway, yeah, ah. but the coolest thing about the village is when he shows up at the end, you still kind of freak out just a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. Still, even, even though you still, know he's fake. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I like I like signs a little better personally. I think that's one of his best. Anyway, no, signs is so much signs. better. Yeah. I love signs. Yeah. Right, and he well, has Kevin, a new movie coming out this summer, but I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, because we're not excited <laughs> about that this summer. No, so Kevin, really. how about you? What's the first movie you're excited about? Uh excited, intrigued. I'm not sure the right word. We'll just go so with this it. This is a throwback to me as a kid. So they're doing a spin-off of one of my favorite G.I. Joe characters. So it's called oh. Snake Eyes. I'm yeah. interested because Snake Eyes doesn't ever talk. So yeah. this is sort of a prequel to this. Um, it does have, but both of us have movies that where somebody doesn't talk a lot. Doesn't, just doesn't talk a lot. Um, <laughs> we apparently yeah. just don't want dialogue this summer. Yeah, I'm more yeah. excited about this. Because we don't want to think. Yeah, growing up, I was more of a fan of the villains anyway. So this one has a lot more. I don't want to say. It has more Cobra than yeah. G.I. Joe, but I don't know if how much Cobra slash G.I. Joe are actually going to be in it since it's sort of mm-hmm. like the up and coming of this mm-hmm. character. Um, it's directed by the guy. I'm going to butcher this dude's name because his last name is lots of weird letters. Schwintke. Robert Schwintke. So he he directed Red, uh, which was so a comic film back in the day. So underrated. Um, he directed Insurgent, which is one of the in the Divergent series, and R.I.P.D., which was sort of that oh, rest in peace Jeff, detective agency. Yeah, Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. and Ryan yeah. Reynolds. That was like before and, and Ryan Kevin Reynolds Bacon, took off. Oddly enough. Oh, really? And Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in none of the marketing or press junkets. I'm pretty sure he said, "Cut my name from this whole thing because I don't want to be in it." <laughs> I don't want to like don't. Right. He was a big part of it too. Wow. Right. Okay. Um, it just looks like one of those fun summer movies. It sounds like like okay. there's no there's no trailer for it out yet. There's no set I didn't images know it's coming that out I can this find. Year. It's coming out this summer. Yeah. Wow. There's still nothing. Wow. According to what I've my Kevin's research of, okay. the, of the week. Yeah. But yeah, it looks okay. really interesting. Um, well, did they get Ray Park back to play no. Snake no. Eyes? Because I mean, that's Darth Maul playing. No. Snake Eyes. Ray I know Park's he's, like 60 now. <laughs> but he's, <laughs> he's not that old. But he's still Darth that, Maul. How, how old is Ray Park now? Yeah, but it's a it's prequel. Kind of, so I don't know if he's in the, like, I don't know if he's in the suit now, so to speak. Well, um, it's right. Like, it's funny, like, um, I know you guys are both not fans of Star 46. Wars Clone Wars. Um, right. Ray Park is 46. So he's way too old to play a prequel film. Well, there's a fight in there's a fight in the Clone Wars, though, um, that involves Darth Maul. And they actually had him do the motion capture for that fight as Darth Maul. So hmm. I was okay. it was kind of fun to see that come back and see the, I mean, that see is the cool. movements again. So that is cool. That, that was neat. Cool. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I am very interested in it, though, because I'm very much a child of the 80s and early 90s. Well, um, so I love. Um, I did not love the in, the the original GI Joe. Oh no no uh, no no no! Neither, no. Did, neither did Channing Tatum. But I did love Rise of Cobra. <laughs> yeah, I okay. I did love Rise of Cobra. Um, uh, and I I'm actually just a little surprised that as as that as bad as the first one was, I felt hmm. like that's how good the second one was. Really? Um, sure. The, uh, yeah, it was stupid. I mean, huh. it wasn't supposed, yeah. to, but it was supposed to be. Um, right. and you know, it, anything with the Rock and Bruce Willis, sign me up. Okay. Um, but that was also surprised. one of those movies that got caught up by like, hey, we got to show all the characters. Like, no, you yeah. don't. No, you <laughs> well, don't. Well, I'm a, I'm a little, so, we'll see. So I loved the movie, but I'm kind of like, um, uh, like what Mortal, it's like the opposite of my, my complaints about Mortal Kombat. I don't know enough about the characters for or enough matter. about, yeah, for right. it to matter. So Same. I didn't know which mm-hmm. ones were actual characters and which ones were just were made new. up for the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which right. is fun too. I appreciate that too. Um, all right. So my first pick, uh, the one I'm probably, I'm a sucker for animation. If you guys haven't picked up on that yet, you know, Oh my gosh. I know. Really? That's hard, hard to believe. 
Sucker. Uh, well, I went to school for it, and I am a, I'm a Pixar fan through and through. Um, and they've had... He likes bad the, animation, too, which is why he, he watches does. The Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Yeah, you guys are awful. <laughs> um, but We're I am awful. excited. The animation's awful. I am excited for Pixar's Luca that is coming out. Um, yeah, that looks... That trailer looks pretty good. all right. It looks like I'm, cu- I'm curious because it looks a little bit off of the beaten path on what oh, they have done previously. Because, you know, well, typically, they're overdue. Yeah, I think well, it's been a long time since I've been excited bit. about a Pixar film, dude, to be serious. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot like even with Soul, I had a lot of people that were like, oh, I'm so excited about Soul and everything. And I watched the trailers and was like, OK, I mean, it looks haven't seen looks Soul, solid. Haven't seen Coco. Coco's legit. It's, Coco, it's really is. Yeah, it's yeah. really Coco good. Tore me up, dude. Rip my heart out. It is. And more I, had of a zero, I had zero expectations. Yeah. Sure. None. Um, go into it with no expectations. And like, it, it seriously is a good film. But, and it'll beat them. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Luca looks like it's a little bit off the beaten path for them. I'm not as thrilled about the story and the concept and stuff with it, but I'm really curious to see what they kind of do looking a little bit different than what Disney has done in the past because these characters don't look like they came from Disney. Um, if you look, watch the trailers, they look, they work, they look like a high level DreamWorks production, a high level DreamWorks or almost looks a little bit like, um, I, I don't know. It kind of looks like Ardman esque to me. So, you know, the, um, Sean, the, the sheep and, um, uh, oh, Wallace oh, and Gromit. Like Wallace yeah. and, okay. It look, it looks like, I you know, Dis, it looks like Disney and Ardman had a, had a baby basically. And this is the movie that popped out. Um, but it looks extremely well rendered, like the art direction, everything look at, mm. you know, looks fantastic. And I don't know, Pixar always has a little special something that they put into it. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Luca. Yeah. When, whenever Pixar puts a new film and Luca is an example of this, I'm always interested in like, how do they handle water? How do they handle oh grass and background? So it keeps growing and growing and getting very different. So this is, I'm excited for that side of it, but I don't know if like, if I didn't have kids, I probably wouldn't watch it. Yeah, it's coming to Disney Plus, which is kind of to the chagrin of apparently some of the uh, staff who's at yeah, XR. Who, they're pretty mad because they put all this heart and soul and work into and it. And it's and like, coming to Disney Plus, which I mean, I, c- I can understand that. But not premium access, just straight. I, I don't know. I don't oh, know. I'm, sh- I'm sure there will be premium access. Well, no, well, soul came straight. Like soul it came, came straight, straight to yeah. it. Yeah, there, there was no I, premium I, access to it. I, I felt like I felt like Soul and uh, what was the one that came right before it with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland? Onward. Um, no, I Onward. haven't seen that either. I felt like those I felt like those were sort of a result of the pandemic. Like mm-hmm. I, I felt because those came out in 2020. Right. And I felt like like the streaming platforms were still trying to find their footing on how they draw in an audience and still make money. And they right. still so they are. were having to pivot with everything. Yeah, they are. I just feel like that w- with what I'm seeing right now and, and the release structure of some things, right. you, we can probably expect it to cost I, something on, on premium. I, and I realize that I'm, I, I look at these animators and I, I understand, you know, wanting to see this in a big screen format yeah, and, definitely. you know, do it traditional way. Like I, I get that. I'm not, what I'm about to say does not devalue that. I actually think more people will watch this because it's coming to Disney plus. Right. I tend um, to agree. Then who and would I got watch a 4K this TV? That's massive. Like, what yeah, do I care? And, and, yeah. And families. Well, I mean, y- yeah. even if it's premium access, it's still going to cost less to watch a premium access for family. Especially for my clan. Yeah. Like it's right. so much cheaper for me just to watch it. I probably, I'm more likely to watch it now on premium yeah. access than I am to take all my people to the theater. Yeah. So I'm, I'm more excited that it's coming to Disney plus mm-hmm. to, for that. And I, I, I'm not, you know, that level of Pixar animation, mm-hmm. you know, for my career or anything, but 
I, I hope people look at it that way, that more people get to view their mm, hard the work and material that way. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I'm just, I'm really excited to see Luca at some point in time. Luca. Yeah. When Luca. Kevin's uh, said that thing about the water, you know, just being interested mm-hmm. to see, you yeah. know, the, the physics of everything and how they were, I stopped keeping up with all that junk back when uh, brave came out because Dude, I saw, brave I read so many, I read so many things about uh, Merida's hair yeah. and how they no. animated and how yes. many individuals. I was like, okay, now you're just showing off. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I get it. You guys are it's, awesome. It's for better or for worse. There's a soapbox that I have on some things. Like if your part things are cartoon and then the yeah. other part of things are super realistic. Yeah. Sometimes well, it doesn't not, mix. So, not to get too far be- off the beaten path, but one late. of the things I don't feel like I said, <laughs> one of the things I don't feel like I said, I, expressed really well in our roundtable last week is when I was talking about the stream, the different streaming platforms and how do you make money and, and, and actually create content for streaming platforms, keeping Mm -hmm. in mind that it is going to be in the home theater, if you will. (laughs) What I was trying to say was things in the, that that to me belong in the theater are things like transformers and stuff that is like over the top. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like, I feel like your niche in streaming is going to have, you're going to have to keep in mind that maybe the, the maximum size screen somebody has is 75 inches or something like that. Right. So my, my point is, is I actually feel like Luca would be perfect for something like that because you mm-hmm. wouldn't need to ex- experience it on the big screen. But right. since Pixar, the, the Pixar folks are kind of irritated about it. I'd be, I'm kind of interested now to figure out, exactly what is it in the movie that they wanted people to see in the theaters? You, you know they, what I'm saying? They've always got some special something that happens in the movie that never, their movies are almost never one-to-one on kind of where you expect it to go. Mm-hmm. Like, huh. I mean, I, you go into a movie thinking, you know, like I, I remember monsters university mm-hmm. and you know, that movie kind of, you think it's about to land the plane where you think it's going to go. And at the very end, it takes it in a different direction that. Right. Or, didn't even, or even visually, like I think, yeah. Toy Story Four when they're at the um, oh, don't remind the me about fair that at night though in a theater that was legit. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's so you know, good. The, the, yeah. These guys are second to none when it comes to environmental yeah. creations. I'm not sure I've ever actually seen a Pixar movie in theaters other than the original Toy Story. Really? So now yeah. I have to go back and rewatch and and think about that. Because well, guess I've what? They're really all never Walt experienced them. Yeah, I've I've never really experienced them outside of the home yeah. so yeah. there's I, a I few shots in every go, oh maybe film. that really does yeah yeah that are just that, like that has to be seen in a theater but i agree only okay. a few only a handful only a handful okay not not, not all of i'm it. gonna have to I, rewatch them with that in mind then okay i agree with that all right well moving on um all right trip how about you what's your next movie you're excited about uh don't judge me Okay. Too late. Fast and Furious 9. Oh, F9. Wow. I cannot wow. wait for this movie. <laughs> for the same reason that I love watching Sharktopus versus Killer Alligator and other, <laughs> other bad sci-fi movies. It is exactly, you know exactly what you're getting. These movies are yep. so stupid. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I loved Fast Five. That's what reignited okay. the, okay. the, the series for me. And it was almost believable it was it played okay. with yeah. the edge and these movies have gone from being about street racing to be about being about superheroes that drive cars yeah, that's and they have international superheroes more espionage. and more ridiculous yeah. so and nobody five cares rolled, five rolled around and and i saw um i saw six afterwards in theaters with a buddy of mine and there's this slow motion uh scene where everything goes quiet for just a second 
and Hobbs, uh, the Rock's character, uh-huh. is on the interstate, uh, like a like an overpass, just just over uh, the, a, tr- a a car that he's tailing, and he hops out of the car and jumps out in slow motion and lands on the car below him, and. <laughs> Like I said, everything goes goes completely uh-huh. quiet for a second in slow motion, and my buddy goes, uh, "No, <laughs> not the same guy that I saw Mission Impossible with." That was actually funny, and that's when I realized, yeah, they've jumped the shark. And yeah. so, going back and watching these things now is, um, like I said, I love action. So the fight scenes are, I think, really well done. They usually get some awesome. Uh, some awesome martial artist to play a bad guy mm-hmm. or something yeah. like Joe Taslam, who's sub zero mm-hmm. from right. uh, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. He was a bad guy in like seven or eight. Um, they got, um, Oh, he played Ong Bak. Tony Jaa was an awesome Tony, Muay Thai Tony fighter. Awesome. One of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know who they've got for this next one, but I don't care. And I so just, bringing, <laughs> I think they're bringing just, Han so, back from whatever. So, yes. Yes. But he's not a martial art. Don't be racist. <laughs> he's not a martial artist. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I just, just that is um, the extent of my knowledge about fast nine is. <laughs> yes. That, so that I think, right I think there was a point. Oh, Jason Statham will probably be back. Yeah. He'll probably be back. Maybe. Cause he needs a paycheck. Um, but he, um, you know, they, people have been saying justice for Han ever since like fast six or seven. Because cool. Jason Statham's character killed him. And so uh, Wait. Jason Statham was a villain in one of the Fast and Furious right. movies. I remember and that. And eventually became an anti-hero. So that's, he that's, killed That's Han. not what I'm hung up on. He killed the guy who's the bad guy in this upcoming one? No, 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 Come no, on, no. You got to no, stop no. thinking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, you got to stop thinking. Man. Either way. Okay. Just, so yeah, just to right. summarize why Duh. I love these movies. <laughs> My bad. Apparently... Just to summarize why I love these movies, in the trailer, there is a plane with a giant magnet on it, and they, they uh, like one of the cars goes careening off of a cliff, and magnet plane picks it up. It just, <laughs> magnet plane. <laughs> and I just read today that that was dreamed up by a nine-year-old. Which is yes. exactly so why I love these movies. Yes. So good. I'm going to show up. Yeah. I'm going to turn off my brain and go, go, that's so stupid. I'd be like, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I, I love these movies. They know, ex- you know exactly what you're getting and they know what they are. Yeah. They don't and, try to be anything else. And they are bringing in bank for bank. it. Too. I, I, if you, I am if you go back sure to the Vin first Diesel one, has low key become a billionaire because of just this. Oh, yeah. First, yeah. If you yeah. go back and watch the first one, the stuff they steal out of the back of the semi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are VCRs and VHS players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how old the series is. Oh no. Oh, that's let's awful. See. What is, let's just see what Vin Diesel's net worth is. Well, why, uh, why you? <laughs> okay. 225 million. That's nothing to sniff. At. Oh, is that all? Yeah. yeah. yeah I thought it was way more than that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, how does Kevin he eat? Well, Kevin, how about you? What, uh, what's the next one that you're excited about for the summer? So I have like, uh, I'm putting in two films here. Uh, well, they're fine. both an- they're both animated, and I knew nothing about this these films before I did research for this show. Okay, color me intrigued. So <laughs> one of them is called Crypto Zoo. Okay, and it's an animated film about these guys that catch myth- mythical creatures and put them in a zoo, and they're debating on whether or not they should release them to the world for the whole world to see. It's sort of like Fantastic oh, Beasts meets a dog catcher. Okay, um, okay. but it's animated and it. But the one that I'm more excited about, just based off the description, 
is America the Motion Picture. And I'm going to read you the write-up on IMDb for it real quick. Oh, my gosh. A chainsaw-wielding George Washington teams up (laughs) with beer-loving bro Sam Adams to take down the Brits in a tongue-in-cheek riff of the American Revolution. (laughs) (laughs) This is like um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter or something. Right. The director is Matt Thompson, and if you don't know who he is, he's the producer of Archer, and he does C-Lab 2021. Yeah. Uh, is and that is that RoboCop on a horse or uh, as yes. a horse? Yes, it's a, it's a Minotaur RoboCop. Oh, what? Yes. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. So kind of super excited about it. Kind of don't know what to think about it. Is that uh, Okay, so listeners the, were listeners were looking at images on Google. Is that is that John Henry with the with the the sledgehammer? Yeah. Or? Yes, John Henry yeah, is, is it, a mighty is man. Is it really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's, there's a one-armed Native American with a tomahawk. So Channing really? Tatum plays George Washington. Of um, course, oh he my does. gosh! I'll give you As some other should. key ones. Uh, Simon Pegg does King James. Oh okay. no! Oh my gosh! Let me <laughs> no. see who else that I can maybe King find. James. It was King George. That anyway, whatever. Uh, right. There's also yeah, a okay, RoboCop That's where Minotaur. you draw the line? She, Come on. Chain, <laughs> well, chainsaw-wielding George Washington and, bro, and beer-loving Sam Adams, and, and, and you draw the line at King James. Get your history right. Yes. I had a buddy of mine. I played uh, years ago on the PS2. I played um, Prince of Persia, Warrior Within, and one of the bosses, it's a griffin, and the way he broadcasts that he's about to attack is he flies from side to side. And my okay. buddy goes, what the... Griffins can't fly sideways. <laughs> they can only fly forwards. What the heck? I'm like, dude, this is a game about controlling time with sand, and this is where you draw the line. That's the problem. Yes. That is fantastic. I, I don't know how I feel about these movies, but they kind of sound kind of awesome. Yeah, this I, is about being excited. This isn't about yeah, whether right. or not they're going to be good. This it's, looks like the best kind of train wreck possible. Right. It's a great, like, 2 a.m. Uh, yeah, sort of a movie. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm already tired. And I need to wake up. What I'm going to watch? I, I oh, really America, don't know. the motion I, picture. I really don't know how to follow that up. Um, I, yeah, especially I thought because, I was topping it out with ridiculous. With well, especially nine, because but. especially because I'm about to go Russian on this one. Um, and the next one that I'm excited about is Black Widow for this <laughs> summer. <laughs> um, awesome. I, I really I don't know. They keep pushing it back, and I don't know what else hmm. there is to say about it other than like, let's do this, guys. <laughs> yeah, I read a story. I guess earlier this week that they haven't Marvel haven't hasn't touched it in a year. I know, it's like they which, haven't done anything wow. that's just been sitting. Which I'm okay with because what I have read this last week has said that one of the reasons that Wonder Woman 1984 turned out the way that it did was because with all the pushbacks, it went back into the review process. Uh, and so for a year, they would, sat there and committed it and to death. Tinkered it. They George Lucas did. Why would because, they? What, what's the point? Because someone needed to justify their paycheck. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess I can see how panic would set in. All, okay. all yeah. this to say, I am. Ex- it's a Marvel movie. So yeah. So there's sign that. Me up. So it'll be good. Right. I, I as much as I love the character of Black Widow, mm-hmm. I am curious about this one because it takes place directly after the events of Captain America Civil War. Right. Mm-hmm. So obviously we're going back in time because if you've seen Endgame, spoiler alert, she did. Um, so I, I, again, this is kind of my same thing on like what would, what I talked about with the bad batch in that conversation. I'm okay going back in time and seeing like a a blank spot that we Mm -hmm. don't know Mm -hmm. in that time. I'm I'm cool with that, but it has to move the needle forward 
in some way. If this exists and it all turns out that it all gets locked behind a bunch of redacted files and lock boxes and the CIA will be like, hey, you'll never know about what happened here. I, that to me is well, a Marvel waste. Has, Marvel has already danced around like none of their none of their stuff's in chronological order. They've always danced no, around. I'm fine with that, but I want to make it to where like, you know, something about taskmaster and whatever he's trying to pull Dude, off. I love taskmaster which mm-hmm. i'm stoked to see because that's that's a really underutilized villain in the marvel canon mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. there i know some people are mad that he doesn't have like his classic costume design but right. y'all have you seen his cla- awesome have you yeah. seen yeah. his classic costume design yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even like, his modern one if you look what he looked like in um yeah the spider-man video game i yeah. mean that was uh that was still pretty over the top. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit much. So I, right. I really think they MCUized this perfectly. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited to see him realize. But all all that to say, I want to see this move Marvel forward in some way that sets it up. Like you need to see this film in order to understand the Marvel things that are happening in yeah. the future, even whether uh, Florence Pugh's character, um, you know, basically like Natasha Romanoff's sister. Or I don't know how else to describe mm-hmm. her, whether she becomes the new Black Widow or something like I don't know. But in which is to, my prediction. Right. Yeah. It, it needs to move the needle. Who plays Taskmaster? Well, no one knows. I don't they think released, we know yet. Yeah. They released a bunch of posters and obviously it's like Scarlett Johansson. You know, it's the character. Oh, yes. Yeah, in a mask. Right. Yeah. You know, you've Dude got. Um, Dude in a mask. Da- you know, you got David Harbour as, you know, uh, Red Guardian or whatever his name is, the Russian Captain America, basically. Right. Um, and then it puts Taskmaster up there and there's no name on top of it. So it's like. Interesting. OK, okay so this is going to play some well, some way, you, you know, as far you know, as far as moving the needle is concerned, the, the main storyline will not do that. Either the mid credits or the post credits scene will set up the set up the, the future right. films. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I, I don't want this to get locked behind redacted files and CIA hush. By the time oh, this is all you. done. I got sure. you. I don't but think you do will. like move it somehow. Yeah. yeah. Move the okay. universe forward with this movie. Or answer um, questions that we and close it, so which, to speak. According to its original release date, we actually should have been watching this movie right now. Yeah. Um, which is kind of sad. Um, it is May 12th. And it makes my heart sad, but we have to wait to have it a long time months. ago. Original yeah, I, originally that's was a long, long time ago. But I could wait another two months. It's Marvel. They've and you know, between Cat Loki that's getting ready to come out, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. All right, excuse me, yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Like my yeah. my I'm good at the moment. So I'm just really yeah. excited to see another Marvel film. Yeah. yeah. So is this Same. one doing premium access or is it straight? Uh they I haven't really talked both. about that. For yeah, some reason well, I had it in mind it was gonna release simultaneously on both. I, I heard something about that. I will probably watch this on okay. Disney Plus because I've got two kids now and getting out of the house is at hassle it's, and a half. That happen. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, Black Widow. Uh all right. Well, Black last Widow. pick, guys. how about you, Trip? What are you going for your last one? Free guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this this looks phenomenal. Yet another movie that has waited uh, uh, almost an entire year to come out. So if um, somebody if somebody does not know what this film is about, yes, it is. It stars Ryan Reynolds, and I really think that's all you need to know. Um, that guy has up. honestly become a brand in and of himself. You kind of know yeah. what you're getting in just about every one of his movies. But uh, this is a, a movie about a a non playable character named, I believe it's, his name is Guy. Uh, yeah. And um, 
Uh, but the, in a video the game, game, the game is also called Free Guy, but he's a non-playable character in a game called Free Guy. And I think it's like an MMORPG or something yeah. like that. And thanks to developers in the real world, he becomes self-aware <laughs> and then begins to navigate through this this crazy video game world and try to become a hero. And it ends. I mean, I, th- I think you get sort of these the little little traces of Groundhog Day. I think he fails miserably yeah. a few times, dies, right. and gets respawned. And but he stuff becomes like, like an that. internet sa- sensation. Yes. Kind of like sets culture on yeah. fire. Like, yeah. oh my I, I gosh, have so. you seen this guy? This is directed by Sean Levy, who has a really oh, deep yeah. background in uh, comedy. But uh, he also directed Real Steel with um, Real uh, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> That's actually which is really Hugh undervalued. Which is okay. Which is, is you know, as far as Rock'em Sock'em Robots, the movie can be. That's It was a pretty good <laughs> right. movie. Yeah, no joke. Um, but he also did Date Night with Tina Fey and, um, and Steve Carell. Stillman. And I thought that yeah. was actually a pretty decent, like that kind of doubled as a pretty decent action mm-hmm. movie t- okay. too for some of the stunts that they did. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see it. It's got an awesome cast. It's got, got Joe Keery from uh, Stranger Things. He was mm-hmm. the uh, mm. uh, the older dude, the kind of the, go- the goofy teenage guy that befriended the younger kids in the show. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taika, Taika, I'm going to butcher his name. Taika Watiti, the guy who, um, yeah. cre- who directed Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of, of who else. Um, oh, so I pulled it up on Wikipedia. It also is going to do a little bit of like the, the Wreck-It Ralph by incorporating some people from real life into it. So okay. because it's games related, uh, cameo appearances from YouTube personalities like Jack, Jacksepticeye, Ninja Pokimane, and Laserbeam, uh, who are all Let's who are all let's play like Twitch YouTubers. stars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace. Alex Trebek will actually make a posthumous appearance. Oh, and it is said Hugh Jackman, Dwayne Johnson, Tina Fey, and John Krasinski are all supposed to have cameos as wait, well. Wait, wait, wait. So Hugh Jackman is making a cameo in a Ryan Reynolds film. <laughs> it, yeah. I'm sure they're setting it up just so he can, they can try and court him to play Wolverine and Deadpool three. S- <laughs> sign me up right yeah. then and there alone. Is Henry Cavill in this one too? Yeah, no, no we'll see. We'll see. He'll, uh, yeah, he'll no be a, a, a player in the background. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen the aviation gin commercials with Hugh Jackman? They're, they're hysterical. Yeah. That is fantastic <laughs> where they play up these, this, this rivalry between Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, Ryan Reynolds. I hope they do something like that in the movie. Yeah. I can't, I can't that's, wait. So, that's, Yes, it's got everything I like. It's got action. It's got Ryan Reynolds. It's got comedy. It's got cameos, and it's got video games. So I'm 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 there. Fun. Bring it. That's Bring it. Fun. That's awesome. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm double checking this. I believe that it is planning on coming to HBO Max. Really? Oh wow! I, oh, then I got I, even more excited about it. I could be wrong <laughs> about that. So don't. It says here on Wikipedia me. it will be theatrically released August 13th in real 3D and IMAX 3D. Okay, well, I could be, I'm probably wrong, wrong then, so don't listen okay. to me. Um, Reynolds, right. said he, Reynolds says he has not been this excited about a movie since the original Deadpool. That's amazing. Okay. That's amazing. That's well, how about you, Kevin? What's the last film you're excited for? Jungle Cruise with okay. Dwayne really? Johnson, The Rock, and Emily Blunt. Yeah, so... I would I, not I, have expected that. I, I need more words on this for me because, like, <laughs> I, I look at this and I'm like, it. why? Yeah, so <laughs> it is probably... One of, if not my most favorite ride in, in the Disney oh, parks. Oh, okay. So it's a movie based off oh, of a ride. Right. Yeah. Which <laughs> like we, uh, Haunted yeah. Mansion and Pirates the of the only, Caribbean. I was about to say, the only reason that I'm entertaining this as a valid like reason is because of the original Pirates of the Caribbean film. Right. 
Well, and that's what I think. I think this is going to be a mix of Pirates of the Caribbean and Geomanji with a live action yeah. version of Atlantis. Okay. Mm, okay. Well, that's, I, I, I've actually seen the original Jungle Cruise, which is, you know, back yeah. from way, way back when, yeah. when like color was a new thing. Um, and so like them redoing, like it's a, it's a very much a classic. Um, I want to say, a, yeah, it's still there. It's in both parks. I've been, I've been on the ride in both parks, but the, the similarities between the ride and the movie looks like they're on a boat in a river, in a jungle. I'm on a boat. That's it. <laughs> um, and then there's a bunch of like, you know, mystic whatnots that happen. It looks fun. It's like, it's like a good summer movie. It, it, yeah. It's sort of. That and that to me, that's sort of like the epitome of what summer movies should and it be. is. It's The Rock and Emily Blunt leading they're that the, one. They're the they're the leads. Paul Giamatti's in it as well. Oh, okay. he is. Okay, I'm, I'm more yeah. interested now. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and it's directed by um, I have no idea what the, what else this guy has done, but it looks like it's a bunch of horror stuff that he's done. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which is where, to be honest, where a lot of people get their starts anyways. Oh, no, Jean-Claude Sarah. He's done a lot of um, action oh, movies. Oh, him. Yeah. He yeah. did, um, I think he did several Liam Neeson movies, like Unknown and uh, uh, <laughs> Nonstop, I think. Just, you just mean, yeah. You mean Unknown his, Nonstop. You, you mean no, his, non-stop. Almost, his almost taken movies, basically? Right, yeah, yeah, taken not light. His, his not quite taken movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jungle. Cru- oh, he's 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 also directing Black Adam, uh, the sequel oh, to. Uh, is he yeah. now? Yeah. So um, that might get you more interested yeah. just to see. Well, what this guy style. can do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's oh. Disney, so it's going to be, you know, it's going to be yeah. a lot of people surrounding him. And anyway, whatever. And it's a tentpole ride. Yeah. So they're, Disney really wants this to do well because Haunted Mansion did so bad. Yeah. Yeah. They want films to do well that drive people to the parks uh, well i mean basically they're uh, making this movie so that they could read i didn't think a, of that a 50 year old it's the ride. 1980s and action figures all over again uh-huh right <laughs> oh my gosh i never thought of that yeah it's because all about you, driving people to the parks. you know that if this takes off like pirates of the caribbean does they're mm-hmm. going to franchise they're going yeah. to revamp the ride at walt disney world just like for better did, or for worse yeah. that way well, the cool one, the one in Disneyland. So for the ones that you don't know, that's the one in California. Right. Um, Johnny Depp used to hang out in character on, on the, the ride, ride. and like wave dude. at people and just mess around. Yeah. I love that, dude. Yeah. Um, so it would be cool yeah. one day to see like the rock go through and do your jungle cruise. On, oh, Disney. dude. How cool. Um, OK, sorry. Real quick aside. So I'm looking up Jean Calais, Sarah's whatever his last name, his, his last name is. Lots his of words, film yeah. history. Uh, he did The Shallows with Blake Lively, which you, if you haven't seen, oh, that's actually heard, a fantastic suspense I've heard that's movie. Good. Yeah. And he also did the 2005 remake of House of Wax with Paris Hilton. Oh, no. So, oh, so, oh, so no. he's he's batting 500. We'll see how Jungle Cruise turns <laughs> oh, out. Oh, no. <laughs> it looks fun. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Well, I, I think the way to close out the summer movie this season, I don't know if there's one any bigger than this aside from Black Widow, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I, I'm I'm surprised an R-rated film is at the top of your list. Me too. I, well, it's it's DC, so it gets a it's little dicey? bit more of a pat. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. It's it's James Gunn, and yep. it looks. Oh, like we know all it, about it. You no, 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 it no. wouldn't yeah, be surprising yeah. with this was at the top no, 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 of one no, no, of no, our no, lists. No. Yeah. No, I no, I completely you don't need understand. To sell me on this film. I completely That's understand. Right. But <laughs> the fact that this is like James Gunn and how wacky and wild this looks and how even. 
you know that R rating is going to be tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Like over I, the top. I well, think, the fact, yeah, I think like it's the over fact, the top gore. People will be exploding. They, the fact that they are bringing like Starro in as that's yeah. what they're going after. Yeah. Like who who is a kaiju levels mind controlling <laughs> starfish from yeah. a conqueror at, from another galaxy. Like I also love they got Stallone to do King that's Shark. The I know. Hand. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. so I'm sitting here talking about a tele you know telepathic mind controlling kaiju level starfish, and you're like, but really, y'all, Sylvester Dude, Stallone, yeah. they got. They got shark. Rambo to say num num. That's, <laughs> that's really what I'm we sorry. Care that's about. awesome. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. what we care about. Um, Andrew's I, turning I, purple. No, I, I, yeah. I genuinely think planet. this is going to be this has all the recipe and ingredients for a success going into <laughs> it. Um, and it looks like if you're going to do something as wild and wacky as a suicide squad, why not dial it to 11 and get James Gunn yeah, to help ex- out with yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I think but. To counter that a little bit, I agree with all those things, but it probably would have served DC better to make it a PG-13 rated film. I mm. I could see an argument for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I I would be me personally, I would be perfectly okay seeing a PG thirteen. I know a I lot say of, that. I know a lot but of I'm people perfectly happy with the direction that they're going. I right, know a right. lot of people are very <laughs> happy that this is going to be R rated, but I, I think uh, one of those pro- people. Right. I think they I think WB is in such DC panic that this may have benefited people like us because they're trying so hard to see what sticks. Yeah, that we're actually starting to see a little bit of variety in the, in the titles that come out. So they're yeah. they're like, yeah. okay, so how do the well, hard R ratings actually fare? Well, that's, James, and that's the problem I do have with DC. I like they seem yeah. to be like, oh, let's just throw an R rating at it. Let's just go that. I don't want DC to keep doing, but, but if it, sure. But if James Gunn sticks to the DC wall, sign me up. Yeah, right. That that is, uh, I am out of all the things that you just said. What I'm actually most happy about is that James Gunn is directing Suicide Squad. And Guardians of the Galaxy three. Right, right. I'm so glad that we get to mm. see him do both. <laughs> I 100 percent right. agree with yeah. that. So, so anyway, it will be interesting to see where he goes after this in terms of does yeah float back and forth. If would, it was me, I'd kick be my like. Well, if it was me, I'd kick my feet up for a little while. That's just I would, me. Though. I would be right. shocked. I would actually be really shocked if we got a Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Four. I don't think we will. But I, I by that no. I mean like, does he sign on like a? Th- five picture oh. deal with dc mm. yeah does does he direct or yeah or, or or does he go on and direct say fantastic four or something you know yeah right. um, i think the way things i think the way things played out for him so quick recap he got kicked off of guardians 3 because of some stuff he said on twitter and four then, years prior yeah four years, years prior, prior. <laughs> yeah. and then so then dc was like well we'll hire you and then somewhere <laughs> in the midst of all this the crew and cast kind of banded together and there was a big push on social media bring james gunn back so he so did. did. So yeah. my guess is since he was released from the contract and now that they're bringing him back and he's got two titles that he's going to be directing, my guess is he's not contractually obligated to do anything after Guardians 3. Right. right. So I am willing to bet you that both sides are going to be fighting hard to yeah. get him to come over to their end. And if you're a James Gunn, that is a good place to be in. It right. really is. Yeah. Good job, James. Well, hey, that is our go, that son. is our list for movies that we big. are most excited for this summer. We got a Quiet Place Two, Fast and Furious Nine, Free Guy, Snake Eyes, GI Joe Origins, Crypto Zoo, or America the Motion Picture, <laughs> Jungle Cruise, Luca, Black Widow, and Suicide Squad. Well, that's going to be it for our discussion today. Time for our game, and we'll be back in just a moment. 
This next segment is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds.com, click our sponsors tab, and it'll take you straight there. These guys supported us in the beginning, and we'd love for you to support them back. Thanks, guys. All right, Kevin, what you got for us today for our game? We have some summer movie trivia from across the decades. Woot, woot. So we'll see how well you know not only your summer movies across decades, but which one was the best, highest grossing okay. film across the decades. Okay. Spoilers, I'm going to make this face a lot. Uh, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> okay, this, so this I is going to be great. I got all these numbers <laughs> from the USA Today. So okay. if you don't agree with me, write a letter to the USA Today. <laughs> and the, we can figure the it out. The USA Today? You sound like the my grandmother. Today. Just, yeah. just like the Google. The Facebook. The Google? Yeah, the, the Facebook and the Google. <laughs> so in this episode, since we're a man down, we'll let Trip and Andrew talk it out and submit an answer. And then depending on how close to the pin they are, I'll, I'll throw them a bone and give them a multiple choice <laughs> option. Okay. Teamwork. And then Teamwork. if they don't get it from there, they only get little, one guess. Little, little, little fist bump there. I'm just going to little fist bump at the edge uh, of the frame yeah. right there. And here yeah, we yeah. Go. Or if you're down below, I don't know. We'll yeah, figure wherever you land, all the places, right? <laughs> all right. So what was the highest grossing summer film of the 1980s? 80s? 80s. Uh, I'm, my gut says E.T., uh, Return of the Jedi. All right. So which one are you guys going with? E.T. Yeah, let's go with E.T. Yeah. E.T. is the winner. Yeah. Hey. So E.T. back awesome. in the 80s grossed 425 million. Dang. Okay. Uh, Return of the Jedi was number two at 309. Hey, so we got oh, one okay. too. It killed right. the 80s. Yeah. Wow. It killed That's the 80s. Cr- yeah. Well, what do you mean it killed trip. the 80s? Oh, like it killed well, in the terms okay. of, in terms, yeah. So gotcha. the top four are E.T. at 425, Return of the Jedi at 309, Man. Empire Strikes Back at 290, and then Tim Burton's original Batman at 251. Okay. Oh, I never would have okay. guessed that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Batman, I would have been back on that one too. Right right. <laughs> Moving up time-wise, what was the highest grossing summer film of the 1990s? Oh, no. Jurassic Park. Oh, well, I had, oh God, no, either that or like the Phantom Menace. I was about to say Phantom Menace, probably. I would say Phantom Menace. I'd say Phantom okay. Menace. The I'll, pets, go with, I'll the go with Phantom up Energy. Menace. Phantom Menace. That is correct. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I worked in the theaters uh, in projections when that oh, film came out. Yeah. Dang. I saw the movie so much. Yeah. I used to, like, it was in, a fun job for our season. So Phantom Auburn. Memphis. Yeah, go ahead. Phantom yeah. Memphis. Phantom <laughs> Memphis. It's That's about the invisible Memphis. Ghost barbecue. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In uh, in it Auburn, rains, they in Auburn they built this um, like 16, 16 screen multiplex uh, to open on the day of uh, the Phantom Menace in ninety nine, and Ooh, every cool. every screen was showing the, the Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace. Yeah, as they Menace, needed yeah. to, mm-hmm. as they needed to. So that film did four seventy five point five. Okay, million. Lion King came in at number two. At Did it four, now? Four twenty-two point eight. Okay. Jurassic Park was number three. Okay. At four hundred two point eight, and then Independence Day rounds out the top four. Hey, I didn't realize it did that well. What about Titanic? Released in December, not a summer film. Oh, summer film. Okay. We're talking summer films. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I thought I thought it was too when I was doing the research. Then I looked at when it came out. Yeah. It was December because, like, obviously we've got a pattern here of like the eighties, nineties, and the two thousands. And I'm like, two thousands. Obviously, that was Avatar, but it came mm. out 
in December. In December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's a glorified like to... Fern Gully, so whatever. True. So 2000s. <laughs> Never saw from, it. From good. From 2000 to ah. 2009 is what we're counting the 2000s. Okay. okay gotta, what was the s- highest grossing film? We've got a Star Wars that's in there. We got so we've got two Star Wars, but I think three is going to be obviously the the kicker on that one. Um, what other I'm this is about the time that they really started like hardcore franchising. And so I'm like, you're going to be hardcore disappointed about this list just to let you guys know. Oh, okay. So it could be then a one off. Is it Shrek? I don't know. Is it? Uh, Shre- the Matrix uh Shrek- Reloaded? Ooh. I'm actually going to say it's Shrek 2. You're going to that- get mad at it. You're going to get mad at yourselves. No, Shrek 3. It actually made ridiculous amounts of money. Is it Shrek 3? You good with that trip? I mean, I, I don't agree, but I'm not, I don't have a better answer. It, so no, uh, Shrek okay. 3. Incorrect. Okay. That's what I figured. Okay. Not even on the list. I'll just oh, read okay. you the list for Man, time's I don't know sake. when it came out. I'll go backwards though. Number okay. four, Transformers, Revenge oh, of the Fallen. Oh, that's true. At 402. Mm, yeah. I hate those Wrecking movies. Ball testicles uh, always bring in the crowds. Always, yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> Number three, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Oh, oh. Wow. At four twenty-three. That's right. Yeah. Number two is Shrek Two, mm. with four forty-one. Is it? And okay. so, what possibly could number one be? Is it Fast and the Furious? It is the Dark Knight. Oh, at five thirty-five. I can't believe oh, that. You guys yeah. didn't even think of it. That's yeah, like my favorite that. movie. Oh. oh, okay. It's, it's it's one of those things where there's like there's so many options in front of yeah. you that you mm-hmm. can't see. Clearly. I thought right. I thought you were going to say we were. I thought you were saying we we're going to be disappointed in the movie, not ourselves. No, I'm not, <laughs> I am yeah. not disappointed in that movie. No, no. I thought it was going to be something it, based it on that and my interpretation up. of what he said. It yeah. does. I thought he was. I yeah. thought I thought he was. We was going to be something ridiculous. That was number right. one. Okay. All right. Well, are we talking about 2010s now? Yeah, so 10 through 19, I think you will be surprised by this list. So it's, what was the highest grossing film from the 2010s? Infinity War came out April. Was Are you classified? No, I can't ask you that because you I, April I would not classify as a summer film. Neither would I. And neither would the USA Today. Okay, so, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> um, What came out after Infinity War? Like Ant-Man and the Wasp? Ant-Man and the Wasp? It was Ant-Man and the Wasp game, but that wasn't their highest grossing that's on that. All right. I have a feeling we need to think a little bit outside Marvel. I'm actually thinking that this is Fast and the Furious. Hmm. So I'm thinking, because I know those movies did a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, they do crazy amounts of... Um, I I don't know which number would be which the case. Which number or when and all of those fun I, things. So I, it's either Fast and the Furious, probably seven or eight. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm gonna seven. Say fast, I'm going to say Fast 8. You get with that, that trip? Uh, sure. Sure. Wrong. And I will go backwards again. Okay. Okay. Number four, Finding Dory. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. At 486. Number three, Incredibles 2. Okay. At 597. Okay. Number two, The Two-thick Avengers. Source. At 623. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. hear you. Know, that's Age and of And number Ultron. one, which is no one's guess ever, Jurassic World. At 652. Oh. I should have gotten that. Oh, that's my wife's favorite. Like the really? franchise, not that movie, the franchise. She okay. loves Jurassic Park. Okay. Um, oh, I should have thought about that. Yeah. Okay. 
So the only other question I have for you guys is what do you think the highest grossing summer film of 2021 is going to be? Uh, oh, uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow? Yeah. I think it's going to be it's, I think it's going to be Jungle no. Cruise because it has really? more appeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but even with Fast 9, that's that's another one. That's... Well, part of it is too is timing because uh, Jungle Cruise doesn't come out till August. I think people will be more comfortable and more willing to go out come August. Uh, mm. Okay, there's an argument for that. There's an argument for that. And this I is think really either, the... Yeah. This is really the first time in recorded history where we're like, we don't have patterns to go off of. Yeah. Right. Where you're like, and to be fairly, I'm super more excited about the fall and the winter schedule than Mm -hmm. I am about the summer schedule. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really good stuff that's coming down later, later on in the year. So, all right, well, that's going to wrap it up for today. We got our closing thoughts and pun counts here in just a moment. Hey, Daggum Nerds fans. Did you know we had a merch store? If you want a t-shirt or a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod. Go to daggumnerds.com and hit that merch store tab and you can find what's in store for you. Well, any closing thoughts before we go? So when Kevin said America, the, 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 what was it? America, the motion picture. I, for a shining moment, I thought it was going to be a sequel to Team America from uh, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. That was not what um, they really say. I (laughs) thought. But mm-hmm. but we won't say anything that we wouldn't say in front of our kids. So I agree the, so um, basically don't talk about this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I thought, oh, my God, like that, because that's totally something they would do. The creators yeah. of South Park would oh, absolutely yeah, drop a movie like that on you out of nowhere. Yeah, 100 <laughs> um, percent. There are a few more movies that based off of this are on my list, primarily America, the motion picture, mainly because that sounds like a train wreck of the best kind. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, You're welcome for introducing you to that. And thank you for this topic, because I never would have found that movie if I wasn't researching for this show. I I appreciate that. No problem whatsoever. So, well, what else you got? That was that was my contribution. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about all of them. Uh, I, sh- I should clarify. These aren't the only yeah. three that I'm excited about. Yeah, but, I'm excited uh, about much more than what we talked about as well. Yeah, Just, most you know, definitely. And I'm, and I'm actually excited to see what happens with movie theaters here within the next few months. Um, yeah. What what is the return to a little bit more normal as we knew it in the beginning of 2020? Yeah, right. So we'll see. We will find out. And I think that's what I'm most curious about throughout this entire process. So, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you want to see more kinds of dadgum nerds content in the future, the key to that is following or subscribing. I know you guys are probably tired of hearing do about this from a lot liking. of different people and liking. Yeah. That is but also if you, the key. if you want to stop hearing it, then go do it. Yeah. And we'll stop talking about it. But like I said, a couple weeks ago, like if you want to rope in some of like the heavy hitter guests on a podcast, like that's directly tied to amount of viewers and listeners that we have on the podcast platforms and like stats and analysis um, analytics, excuse me. So we're aiming for starters just for 100 subscribers on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed yet to Daggum Nerds and you think you may want to stick around for a bit, just consider maybe, please. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Thank you so much for your time. And if you want more Daggum Nerds content like right now, well, we can help you with that because if you go to daggumnerds.com and check out our Patreon page, uh, we do an after show, right? Like we're going to record that right after this, where we kind of debrief after each podcast recording. Um, and it's often freaking hysterical <laughs> and it's lovely. So for as little as $3 a month, that is all yours, but uh, you're going to be helping keep the lights on here at the podcast, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Personally, yep. Yep. Um, we've got a we'll ton of other some stuff. Regular pleasure. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, <laughs> if you don't know what that means, get on Patreon. It's so good. Uh, it's so good. Um, but uh, if you also want to consider just like sitting in and listening to a uh, recording session that we do, or even want a guest here on the show, like that's one of the support tiers that we have. So feel free to check that out. So go to dagumnerds.com, hit the Patreon button if you want to know more. So check that out. Uh, I didn't catch any pun counts today. Uh, any puns today? Is that no, correct? Just one really well timed burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> burn. Burn count, at my so expense. So um, we will obviously notice. be waiting to the uh, conclusion of this uh, next week when Zach goes on a tirade of puns because there are absolutely none this we week. Just so mute him. Uh, yeah, I, I have yeah. that control. Why, well, why haven't I done can, that previously? We can beep him. We can bleep him every time <laughs> yeah. he tries to make a pun. <laughs> I we just censor that. him. I'm into yeah. that. Well, that's all we got for you today, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you later, Dadgum Nerds. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Game over.